Hey. <laughs> like your phone dinged as soon as it picked up. Well, okay. So I got an iPad for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because unlike every other um, millennial out there, I did not own an iPad. I just had an iPhone. Nor did I have a tablet um, of any kind, whether it was... Well, I have a Kindle, but I could tell you I have not turned it on since probably like 2011 when it was given to me. Um, So... Since now I have an iPad, every time I get a text, my iPad goes off. You can turn so that. That's what you hear dinging in the background. You can turn that off. I could, but that would mean I'd have to get up and walk across the room. And right now I'm completely covered in a blanket. I didn't even know it actually had sounds like that because I actually I don't personally own an iPad. My kids have an iPad. Um, I've never had one for myself. And then I used to have a Kindle and then I had a baby and I never picked it up again. So I traded it in to get my child their own Kindle. <laughs> yeah, D- Dan and I, the one year, um, totally unbeknownst to uh, each other, we bought each other Kindles for Christmas. Mike and like, I used to do that all the time. My sister used to like get so mad that we were like such dirts and losers that like we had a streak for a while where we got each other like the same thing like one year we both bought each other bikes for christmas like without even like mountain bikes yeah um another year we both bought um each other echoes for the house like luckily like that's actually why they're all over the house because we had bought them for each other so we had like so many of them um Oh, I can't think of what the other ones were now. Like, it was, oh, um, did I buy him the camcorder? I want to say when we were going to have Vinny, like, he bought me a camera and I bought him a camcorder, like, Ooh. a video camera. Like, it's just, it's so funny. Like, we just, yeah, you're on yeah. quite the streak for a while. It didn't happen to us very often, but it was funny that year we both bought each other Kindles. <laughs> So I'm totally distracted right now, and it's, like, driving me nuts. I should have put a Band-Aid on it. So I somehow pinched my finger yesterday, and I didn't know it. I think I might have done it ice skating or, like, either on Dante's wheelchair or, like, his walker. Um, But I didn't, like, notice I did it. You know, like, you do something, you feel, like, a little, like, poke or, like, pinch or something, but, like, it doesn't hurt, so you don't think anything of it. And then, like, yeah. We got home, so probably, like, two hours after whatever happened, probably even happened, I saw something on my finger. And at first I thought, like, I was making, like, that much. I thought something, like, stuck to my finger. I was trying to, like, wash my hands. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, it, it was weird. It almost looked like maybe I got a splinter or something. So I'm, like, looking up what to do for a splinter. So I went and Is grabbed, like, like lavender. Blood blister? Yeah, so I have, like, a blood blister on, like, the tip of my finger. And it's driving me nuts. It's like a blood blister, but it looks like a mole, and it's just like it's annoying me so much, and I'm like so distracted by it. Eventually, they like go away. Well, I know, but it's annoying me right now. (laughs) My hands were so cold at work today that I was doing something, and I looked, and my finger was covered in blood because 
my hands split because they were so cold. Oh my gosh, my hands have been so dry. Like, there's not been it. enough lotion in the world the last two days. I, yeah, I put like I put on it like on five times. Yeah, it like does nothing when I put it on. It's insane. No. Um, my skin's like, well, that's cute. Seriously, ugh, so annoyed. Um, now you made me want to go get the lotion, but that like your iPad is on the other side of the room. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work right now. So much work. So, so much work. But um, I do I do like my iPad, and I love that it's like, like, I literally put my phone next to it, and it was like, oh, you have a phone? Click here, and everything will transfer over. And I was like, okay. Nice. And it was set up in, like, two minutes. Like, it's amazing. literally the exact same as my phone. But bigger. Which is really nice. Yeah. No, I can see how it'd be convenient, but I just, I mean, and like phones keep getting bigger. It's like, I don't need an iPad because it really is just like, I mean, the kids don't have phones, so it's nice that they have like a tablet and also, you know, like nice, especially if like we're not home, like they're not home alone, but if we're not home and they want to like call us or something or like they like can FaceTime their cousins and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean. And, you know, watch YouTube videos of people flipping bottles. Truthfully, I wanted it for my Echelon bike. So I could set up my iPad on it while I work out. Uh, I use my... Because you have to use the app. Like, it's like a Peloton. So you have to yeah. like, log into the app to, like, go on the live classes. So it's fine. Like, you can use your phone and it works. But it was just, like, it's so small. And then... Of course, you know me, like, I love my pop sockets, so then it doesn't, like, lay flat in the saddle. It's, like, rocking back and forth. and So, that's truthfully why I wanted an iPad. Oh, problem solved. Mm-hmm. Um, happy National Peanut Butter Day. Thank you. I've had zero peanut butter. I did have, like, five cashews. Well, if you chew them up sufficiently like you're supposed to when you're eating food it would turn into cashew butter which is like peanut butter made out of cashews true I tell Vinny that all the time I need the lotion excuse the sound of this recliner it's leather and it's gonna go (laughs) um no so it's funny so we have our new version of the Every Day is a Holiday calendar. Yes. And um, the 2022 version. Um, and it's so funny because it's we hung it in a different spot this year. I heard the couch goes again. Um, I heard it that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, you know, it's just cute. And the kids love looking to see, like, what day it is. Like, I think this past Friday was, like, National Hugging Day and stuff like that. Um, answer your cat's question day is or was coming up <laughs> and I was like oh Vinny like we can't do that one we don't have a cat and he's like what if we go find someone with a cat or what if we yeah, ask the you dog could just and I'm like, FaceTime Miss Elisa yeah and you could talk to my cat yeah so um, like it's just kind of funny so I saw that was coming up so when I was doing like our meal I'm trying to get better at like planning meals for the week um, especially because I'm going back to school next week and you know, it's just it just helps when like you're grocery shopping and stuff like that, just to like have a plan. Yeah. And um, 
so I saw that was coming up. So I'm like, oh, I'll do like we love like French toast casserole for dinner around here. So I'm like, oh, I'll do a peanut butter one. Um, Which is my the only French toast casserole I will eat. By the way, is peanut butter flavored. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been making it for years. It's the only kind I'll eat. Oh, we um, delicious. I play around with like all different ones because I don't. I don't, also don't like them to get like when there's favorites. I don't like us to get bored with it and like then not want it. Yeah. Anymore. I get that. Um. So I did that. So it's funny because I actually just like wrote like when I I don't. I probably don't meal plan like the way you're supposed to, but like I'll just kind of go through like our go-to things that we eat. I might go on like Pinterest or somewhere. Um, I have an app for like meal planning and um, just kind of look at ideas for like, you know, something new to try because I do try to do something like new or different at least once a week. Uh, I've been trying to get better about doing it just so that like the kids are trying new foods and, you know. Like, one, we're not getting bored with stuff, but, like, also trying to, like, you know, expand our kids' culinary palettes. Um, So I'll, like, make a list of, like, ideas for, like, things for dinner and then, um, you know, make a list of what I need from the store. And then if I have, like, a few ideas before I actually put it on our official menu board, um, (laughs) it's, like, this chalkboard that we hang up that you can look great in it poor Vinny last week I hadn't changed it for the week um until I think they were all at school or on Monday or maybe they didn't even do it till like Tuesday I don't remember what would it have been now I can't remember because wasn't last week Martin Luther King Day it must have done it yeah. oh they were in the basement playing because Mike ended up with a snow day from the travel band so they were like in the basement playing so I had like updated the menu and I didn't realize how much he paid attention to it till he came up and he saw that we were having like, I don't even know what it was, like, beef or something, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are we having for dinner? And he's like, uh, I thought we were having French toast. I'm like, no. And then he, like, stay, like I told him what was for dinner. He's, like, <laughs> staring at the board. And he's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, I go, did you read the calendar this morning before I updated it? And he's like, Yeah. Like, we're not having French toast again. <laughs> like I did not realize he pays that much attention to it because like he didn't say anything and then he comes up and he's like, wait, you said, and then he looks at the board, he's like, uh, that doesn't say French toast anymore. <laughs> um, excuse me, where was the French toast? How do I order that? <laughs> he's like, um, what's your special today? I'll take the French toast. Um, but so anyways, like I made this list. And, like, filled in the calendar. So then I was, like, in the way our menu board works is it starts, like, it goes Monday through Sunday, this one that we hang on the wall. So, you know, when you're, like, meal planning, like, on a Sunday for the week, but then you're, like, shit, like, what do I make tonight? So I went through, like, everything, and I was, like, oh, what's, like, a leftover idea that was on, like, my notebook list? So I'm, like, oh, we'll have vegetable pot pie. Um which we haven't had a ton like with the kids and I haven't made them in a long time but I, I made like a big one this time because it was vegetable and then I just did um like popcorn shrimp on the side um Ooh. but I have like these little like smaller and they're not like teeny tiny but they're um kind of like individual pot pie size dishes that I had bought for like when it was only me and Mike because I used to make 
us each our own so that he could have a chicken pot pie and I could have a vegetable pot pie. Yeah. And I didn't have like, you know, I didn't have to be like, just like lift the crust and throw some chicken in after the fact. Right. Um, but so last night I did it just vegetable pot pie. So I'm making dinner and then all of a sudden I throw something in the garbage and the calendar's hanging right over it. And I'm like, my god i'm like it's pie day and i'm making a pot pie <laughs> i didn't even know like, which is weird because it wasn't actually like pie day. pie day right it was i don't know maybe it was like giant pie day or something i don't know something like weird no and it was not pie day it was not march 14th <laughs> um I was just like laughing to myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, if they come look at the calendar, they're going to think I did this on purpose. And they're like, and I did not. No, but the peanut butter French toast was super good today. So the peanut butter was actually really subtle in it. Um, but I had to make it with Italian bread because some sort of apocalypse hit Aldi the other day and there was like no food when I went grocery shopping. Um, it's horrible. It was like, I mean, I get it was like early afternoon on a weekend, but like entire aisles were wiped mm-hmm. out. It was like ridiculous. Like yeah, we were is... grocery. Sh- ironically, we were grocery shopping at the same time. I know and at like... two different Aldi. And like, I feel bad. So just as I was walking out the door to go shopping, too, Mike was like, "Oh, get pizza." And I'm like, "Pizza?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "The great." They loved those pizzas. Those giant four ninety nine pizzas from Aldi. Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. As I walk in, and I'm like, well, that's where all the pizzas used to be. <laughs> and then this is um, where all the food was. <laughs> yeah, and I had called my mom for something that I thought of. Like, of course, you think of something after you leave the house where the person lives. So I called her, and then I was like, oh, I was like, by the way, like I'm running to Aldi. Do you need anything? And she was like, oh, she's like bananas and almond milk. I'm like, okay. So I walk into Aldi and I take a picture of like five empty crates and I was like there is not one banana like I was digging through the boxes like mm. you know I was like desperate for something like there's not one banana in this store right now and she was like okay cool it's yeah it's bad yeah it's so bad and I I usually go grocery shopping on like a weeknight like either Tuesday night or Thursday night yeah so I was definitely like totally thrown off it was what Saturday afternoon yeah yeah, it was, like, so thrown off being a Saturday afternoon. Like, and sometimes still go, like, Friday nights on my way home from work. Yeah. So, I don't, I agree with you. Like, I don't know if it's just, was it the time of day? Was it I don't know. the well, fact that there's just, like, no groceries anywhere because people are afraid that we're all going to be stuck in our houses again? Like. Well, and that's what I'm thinking because it reminded me of this one grocery trip like very early on in like the COVID in the early shutout. COVID the early, in the COVID. early COVID in like you know I feel like we're in that like pre post era like what is all that evolution shit um but in like the early COVID is like when people were kind of like things were like shut down but not shut down and so like you know stores weren't operating at like their normal hours and Mm -hmm. it was like you know they said like go shopping once and like get everything you need for the next two weeks and like then put it all in your garage and spray it with Lysol before you come in the house because you should always spray your food with Lysol before you eat it because clearly Um, that's extremely healthy right um so 
I had gotten up super early to go and I was going to like go run errands and it was probably like a weekend, but I got to Aldi and I'm like, I'll just go like, I think I was doing something before that and it happened to like be getting there just before they open because they open at nine and it's like 8.55 and I pull in the parking lot and there was like 30 people lined up outside the door waiting for them to open it. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, is this for real right now? And I'm like, I'm not. I was like, I'm not waiting out there. Like, I refuse. I waited in my car. I was like, I refuse to stand in line for someone to, like, let me into a grocery store like that. Like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And But, like, people are being so nice. Like, they came and opened the doors. And um, I was, like, surprised but not surprised because they actually, like, waited until 9 o'clock. Like, I had gone to um, Niagara Produce, like, one day. And I had pulled in thinking I had to wait a few minutes because I got there just before they were supposed to open. But then I see all these people coming out like full cards of groceries. And I'm like, oh, like that's odd. So like went into my shopping and I was cashing out. Like actually I'd asked the cashier and I was like, oh, like do you guys, did you guys open early today? And she's like, well, she's like, we're supposed to open at eight o'clock. But she's like, it's 730. Like all these people were standing outside. So we're like, I guess we have to just let them in. Um, so they just let them in because, like, all these people are lining up, like, way before the store opens. So they're like, mm-hmm. okay. Then you get to Aldi and they're like, uh, no, we open at nine. So the door will open at nine. Nine. Um, I, but- I think I was still teaching. It had to be the, the gyms were still open because I was teaching on a Saturday. And I haven't taught on Saturday since, like, COVID first hit and then all the gyms were shut down. But I went, to my class ended at 8 45 I went over to Aldi and there was like a line of like 30 people and I was like I am not standing in line and I drove over across literally across the street is Tops which is another grocery store in our area and like walked in and got everything I needed and walked out yeah um this was definitely after like gyms and stuff like that had like shut down um yeah because mine was like on the way like I did it on my way home yeah this was definitely like when like we'd already been home for like a week or so and so I but anyways like I walk in and like these people like and I was just like I felt like the out of place person because I probably went in for just like the five things that I needed and like I watched this woman like you would have thought she was on supermarket soup like she walked in like past the produce and grab stuff. Then she gets to the bread and literally just like unloaded like trays of the bread <laughs> into her cart and then like moved up for feet and like unloaded like trays of the hot dog. I'm like, how do you get that many fucking hot dogs? Like, I'm like, seriously, I was like watching her and like my judge, I'm like, what is she doing? Like just like going crazy. Like just taking like all the like a tray of like whatever kind of bread and just like dumping it into her cart and then like the next one just dumping it in. I'm like, these people are ridiculous. And I walk in and I was like, I need a package of bagels. I need one milk and you know a block of cheese. Because if people shopped like you did, like because they weren't closing grocery stores, it wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. But they were so afraid because of everything that was going on in Europe where you had to, like, have a specific time and day to show up to go grocery shopping. Yeah. But us greedy Americans were like, well, we don't want to be like Europe. We want everything for ourselves. Which, honestly, like, and I had said this, and, I mean, I may be the only one around here that thinks it, and I don't care. Like, they... Like, they should have done that. Like, and that was, like, my biggest complaint from the very 
beginning was like if you're gonna shut down like it needs to be like a hundred percent like shut down like not this you can go because think of so many like our stores too like i mean our grocery stores aren't just like walmart is a grocery store Mm-hmm. So they didn't shut down, but because nope. it was, like, some place that was open and people are bored, like, I'm going to go to Walmart, but, like, I can go clothes shopping and I'm going to get a new TV and, you know, let's see yeah. what's, you know, yeah, let's see what's new in the hunting department. Essential yeah. things. But, yeah, like, Walmart, Target, they were still open. And at one point, I don't Home remember Depot. how far into it, at one point I heard, and I don't think they did around here, some states had, like, roped off those sections of, like, stores at tar- like Target and Walmart, like, roped yeah. off like you couldn't go to the electronics section be, like right. of the store because that was not essential so they literally like had to shut down departments of their store and like tape them off so people couldn't go in there and say no like we're essentials like you can only get these groceries and like that's it like get in and get out but like I think it needed to be shut down and I mean not even just for essentials but like you know tell people to get what they need for two weeks and like stay home like go build your bomb shelter but right. then like keep your ass home and like it's like, that's the thing. Like, five weeks to flatten the curve, like, maybe that could have worked. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. But there was never a true shutdown. And, like, this, where they drew the line of, like, what was essential and what wasn't, like, didn't make sense. Like, it was a while before hair salons, like, shut down. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went to my hair appointment. It was, like, a week or two into it. And I was like, well, I have an appointment. I'm going to go because I yeah. can, you know? And even, like, um, department stores and malls like they it was like almost a good month before they shut down yeah um because they i remember when they closed schools here the erie our erie county executive came on and did like this whole announcement with like the health department lady about how just because school is closed like doesn't mean you can take your kids to the movies or, like, take them to the mall to go shopping. But, like, everything was still open. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the thing. If you don't want people these places, like, you need to close them. And I feel like they closed schools faster than they closed businesses. Oh, they did. So They were like, boom, like, go home. Yeah. So for, you know, anybody who's a working parent unless you your job was proactive enough you were kind of like well now what do i do yeah like your job was super proactive you guys were you were the first person i know to work from home we were shutting down before i officially got word that my kids schools were shutting down i think the last day i went in to get my stuff um which actually like i was so pissed off because it was a friday and i usually worked from home on fridays and I was like, I gotta go all the way to work on a fucking Friday because I gotta get my stuff because I'm not coming back for five weeks. And actually, when they did it, they first had set it as optional. Like, they were kind of phrased it as it was kind of like, if you want. Because I know some people I worked with were like, well, I'm still coming into work. You know, yeah. like, I can't work at home with my kids or like, you know, daycare is open here and like my kids need to be in daycare so I can get work done. So, like, I'm coming to work. Right. And so I was like, well, I didn't think it was optional, but, um, and for me, I'm like, if I can save a 45 minute commute, like I will, but then like, as the day went on, they're like, now they're talking about like kids coming home, like being home. And I was like, no, I was like, no, I, I draw a line. I was like, I can't work at home for five weeks if my kids are at home for five weeks. Yeah. Um, 
So it was just like, it's so crazy to think that we lived like that. And, you know, like I'll say, like, it stressed me out. But then at first, like, it was fun. And I know I've said this before, like, we, like, for us, like, I mean, and because, like, the kids were here, like, we had to make it fun for them. Like, this is an adventure. We get to, like, play school at home. And we, you know, the weather was, we had that spurt of, like, unusually warm March weather. Yeah, it was so nice. We were going out for walks every day. Like, we were, you know, like, taking a drive to, like, you know, some walking path and, like, you know, getting out of the house. And, um, you know, Mike would get home from work because, like, he never shut down. And he works for an essential company. Yeah. Um, So it just was, like, you know, like, we made fun for it. Then when we realized it was going on and on and on, then it was, like, whatever. But now it's, like, I mean, I can't believe it's going to be two years mm-hmm. since it started. Like, it's ridiculous to me. And it's, like, ridiculous how how much we're still talking about it. Like, I just, like, seriously, like, I was writing down, like, the title for tonight. Oh, gosh, of like, What did you write? What did why? you this? Why are we still talking about COVID? <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it's just like, and I mean, and the amount that we're still talking about it and how it's, you know, and not just that we're talking about it, but like what it's doing to people. And I think like, I don't know that the conversations are in the right place. So, I mean, these kids, like, and I know we talked about this in the fall, but like, so my kids were so lucky last year that they, like, by the beginning of, like, September when back to school started, like, my kids were both in schools where they knew they were able to go five days a week. And yeah, I you, were, so, you were super lucky. I mean, and I know I was, like, this unique one that was, you know, like. Yeah. And, like, they needed it. And. You know, and then I kind of, like, felt a little guilty because I'm, like, here I had just changed, like, everything about my life because my kids were home. Like, I quit my job because of my kids being home and them needing me and, you know, like, was changing, like, careers, like, making changes to my career and, like, going back to school so that I could be here for them. And then all of a sudden I was, like, wait, I'm, like, they're going back to school. And, like, I just changed everything to be home without having to work. <laughs> um but, I mean, it worked out really well, actually, because, like, mentally they needed it, aside yeah. from just, like, educationally. But it was great because, like, I, you know, I got everything done while they were at school. So, it's like I was just – I was here for them when they got home. And it right. was just – It was in a different way, though, too. Like, yeah. They weren't physically with you, but – Yeah. And, I mean, then if, you know, they got sick and they had to stay home – you know, to wait for COVID tests for a few days, like I was here and it wasn't a big deal. Um, so, um, and Dante's school did go virtual for like a week and a half. And, you know, I was able to like help him. And um, just if I had a class that, you know, my class were virtual. So if I had one at a specific time, like, you know, my mom would just come, you know, mm-hmm. keep an eye on him for that hour or whatever. So it was like, it was super nice. So, then this year, you know, like we're getting ready for back to school again. And, you know, all these schools are talking about reopening plans and, you know, all this stuff because most were on a hybrid plan last year. Right. And then like talking to other moms like over the summer and, you know, like, oh my gosh, like I'm nervous about sending the kids back and like, you know, hearing them talking about it. And I just like, you know, without realizing, I'm like, it's, it's just like last year. And then I'm like, oh, 
you guys didn't do school last year. <laughs> yeah, um, 99.9% of kids last year were not in yeah. school every day. <laughs> so, um, so then this year starts, and it, I mean, it was great. Like, I mean, for our kids, it was just like normal back to school. And then October hit. We got through almost all of October, and then October hit, and then the quarantine started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that first few months, like, I'm, you know, and then I'm talking to, you know, friends who are like, you know, like my kids got sent home or like, you know, they have to get tested. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, we did this last year. Like, you know, like been there. Like now I know the drill about if they get a cold or whatever. But I mean, like, and that was how the school year started this year was like the colds. And do I test? Do I send them home? Like, do I send, keep them home? Do they have to get yeah. tested at home for a day? Like how many days before they make them get tested? And like, now I need to just go get them tested to be, like, and I'm, like, yeah, because so many kids last year, even if they were hybrid, it wasn't an issue because it's, like, they had their their virtual days to, like, kind of hide the fact that they weren't feeling good, that they could be better right. by the time it was time for, like, their in-person day. Um, yeah, because so, most kids were only going to school two days in person. Yeah. So... You know, I'm like, yeah, like, yep, that's, I went through it last year. And I'm thinking, like, my kids had the, like, they haven't had a year and a half outside of a classroom. So they don't have to worry about that. Like, you know, everyone gets that back to school cold because you're back in the classroom. Um, But then, like, October hit. And all of a sudden it was, like, this is what we did not have to deal with last year was, like, these exposure quarantines are, like, killing these kids this year. Oh, yeah. One, because, like, this was not – there was no exposure incidents that my kids at least, like, ever encountered last year. And but I'm not all, saying it didn't happen. last year. But there was thing. It was a whole year that before yeah. the exposure. And, I mean, I'm not saying that it didn't affect kids. And, well, and I don't want to say, like, did not. So, for Dante, that week and a half they went virtual, he was not – like personally exposed to somebody, but I think because it was the first case they had in their school and it's not a very big school, they just went like be completely safe and right. we're just shutting down the whole school for the two weeks. Um, and it was like a week and a half because it was right at like Thanksgiving too. So it wasn't a full two weeks, but then the teachers, like because of how everything was like, were like, I mean, they planned for the worst. They didn't think we were coming back before Christmas break. So like they were shocked when after a week and a half, you know, they're like, okay, let your students know they'll be back Monday. And, um, but other than that, like, that was only, like, exposure thing. But, like, this year, like, these exposures are, like, because last year it was, like, okay, my, you know, my child has a cold, so I know they have to stay home. And it, the option was either 10 days or get them tested. And as soon as you get a negative test result, then you can come back to school. So it was, like, okay, like, you're sniffling, like, come like stay home let's go get your covid test two days later right. you're back in school yep but now when they're exposed it's 10 days no matter what and so what killed me about it is that like my child could not test out of quarantine like after five days even seven days like they couldn't go get a test and test negative and go back to school they had to stay yep. 10 days so then right after we went through our five-year-long quarantine <laughs> Um, we, they changed the rules. And so that's the thing. Like it's always from the beginning, been this constant changing of rules and they still don't make sense. So then they changed it to five days. If you 
wear a mask. And so this is where it gets confusing of how it's been back and forth. And so I was just looking this up too. So it's 10 days of quarantine mm-hmm. or five days after five days you can leave your house but you have to wear a tight fitting mask because now the new thing is now I'll, and not that they weren't saying that they weren't like the best option before like for vicious now everyone is oh, like now all of a sudden two years later everyone should wear the kn95 mask right so so it's five days if you can wear a mask for the next five days um or if like and that's like exposure but even if you had if you had covid it's after five days you can leave your house as long as you wear your tight-fitting mask with With COVID. no symptoms though with if you don't have a fever it it, it depends so it depends because i've talked to people that are essential workers so if they're Mm -hmm. essential it's just wear a tight-fitting mask and you can go back to work because they need people to work but then right. I've also seen CDC guidance that says, oh, but if you're unable to quarantine at all, just wear a tight-fitting mask. So it's like, so if you have COVID, just put a mask on and go do whatever. But, oh, if you were near somebody that probably had COVID and you were probably too close to them, even if you were wearing a mask, you you stay home for like two weeks fucking forever whether you test negative or have symptoms or not because like ridiculous so i mean and that's kind of i think where this like vaccine this is not a pro or against vaccine thing like it's not that debate but like this is like what i have not understood about the vaccine because this is the thing like the vaccine too like you are vaccinated and you can go i mean and i am like i'm vaccinated so it's like as a vaccinated person like i can go anywhere i want yep and at one point in time i was able to do it without a mask now i can't um you can go anywhere you want and like you probably have covid and you don't know because you're asymptomatic so like you can go spread it to the world without knowing mm-hmm. it but oh you're not vaccinated you have to wear a mask and you can't come here because you might be sick and you might be the reason that everybody gets sick. Right. And I think the rules, I could be wrong, but aren't the rules the same whether you're vaccinated or not now? For a mask? No, for the quarantine. Yes, because you have to wear the mask. Yeah. Which is even crazier because it used to be if you were vaccinated then you didn't have to quarantine at all if you were exposed oh no no that's not no i thought you meant just like the if you are someone that's quarantined no you do you still do not have to quarantine if you are vaccinated um if you are vaccinated like more than like depending on the vaccine say like you were vaccinated more than five months ago um and then exposed, I think it's you have to, like, you have to be wearing a mask. Um, but you don't have to quarantine or you can quarantine for five days and five days with a mask. So, like, they are starting to get into that. If you don't have the booster, you have to quarantine. But it's um, it's not. So, it's, like, it's the same but different. And that's the thing. Like, how do you know? I don't know. Like, well, how, how do you is, know? is my vaccine, like, old or too old? Which... I mean, I guess for me, I quote unquote don't have to worry about it because I had to get the booster were, to be eligible to for school. Booster. 
Yeah. Um, which I I will say a hundred percent, like honestly, like I did not want the booster um because of how recently it uh, like I had COVID and I know a lot of people that with the original round of vaccines, like not knowing until after the fact that they got vaccinated too close to having COVID and got extremely sick mm-hmm. um, because it was so close. Um, and then people in general, like I don't know anybody that did not get sick from their booster shot. And so even before our last semester ended, like I had professors that were starting to go get their boosters because they were eligible. And I had one that she told us like she had actually canceled like a week of classes and she had been sick and like she was sending us emails saying she wasn't feeling good, kind of like a flu thing, but she knew it wasn't COVID and just like wasn't feeling right. And then um, when she came back, she was telling us how she had like gotten her booster and she's like, I was so sick and she said like and she said if you plan to get the booster make sure you do it on a day where you have absolutely nowhere you have to be for the next three days because that's like how much it like wipes you out and then I had another professor a few weeks later that said like you know did not feel good for days after getting it and you know it's like friends and family that I know that said like the owner of our company got his booster and three days later got diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. Which I mean, and and was still... like beyond sick. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is like, I mean, I think that's like a misconception too. I think a lot of people, and I mean, I don't know, maybe it was advertised this way and I just didn't realize it, but I think a lot of people originally were under the impression that the vaccine prevented you from catching I honestly, COVID. I think it was the way it was presented. Presented, mm-hmm. but it's really to prevent the seriousness of the illness, which is how the flu shot is designed too. Like the flu shot is never designed to make you not get the flu; it's to right. lessen the symptoms of it. I mean, and which I get, and so a lot of people are like, "Well, why did I have to get vaccinated?" Like, I, and honestly, like from my experience with COVID, like personally, like I. I would much rather like have been vaccinated and have like symptom free COVID. Like it was annoying that I had to stay in my room when I felt fine all week, but you know, I could teach yoga classes on zoom and, you know, watch scary shows on Netflix and freak myself out. And um, I love scary shows on Netflix. It wasn't even a scary show. It just totally freaks me out. <laughs> Apparently like, shows about people that make poor decisions is like me watching a horror movie like (laughs) I just have to say that that's funny Um, so then I'd have to bounce back to watching like Fuller House or something that was just on for noise that I could care less what even happened um but it um I don't know it's just like it's just so ridiculous and so the other thing that um I think is really so I just, there's this whole ongoing issue about employment. Like, companies mm-hmm. need workers. N- nobody wants to work. Nope. Um, and, like, I'm kind of confused by this a little bit now because, like, I fall a little bit into this camp because, like, I clearly don't want to work full time. 
um, for many different reasons. But I mean, obviously, I'm working and like doing a lot. But um, I like as far as I know, like there's no extra unemployment benefit. So I don't see how there, people are. There is not. So I don't see the benefit of like I can understand up front like when you were getting like shit ton extra added into your unemployment mm-hmm. check it was much like financially yeah, it was much people better like to stay me home. who were making more money sitting at home than yeah. they were at their job. <laughs> I mean, but people like Which you did really not take advantage of it. Um, you were not exactly. taking advantage of it though. No, um, I did not. You went back to work as soon as you were offered employment. Mm-hmm. I um, did. But so now, like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. And I think, I mean, so I don't think it's really financially, but I know a lot of people that are, like, not wanting to go back to the work that they were doing. I mean, which I can understand that. So I, um, well, they also think because, and this is going to come out really bad, and please do not judge me on this, but people who were making minimum wage um, now because they, had not been because of all the extra benefits feel that they should not be making minimum wage, but they, these are people who also have not like bettered themselves. Like they didn't go to online classes and get a degree or take specialized trainings. Like they did nothing, but they feel because they were making in New York state, um, $1,100 a week sitting on, their butts doing nothing that they deserve that same amount of money to go back to work. Well, and I, so there's that issue too. Like people think that they deserve more, but they haven't gained more skills. Right. I mean, and the thing too is that, I mean, and there is like a counter view to that um, too is like, so minimum wage was raised in New York state not too long ago so then there's people that were making you know I don't want to say decent because I mean I'm not saying minimum wage is a decent amount of money because I mean if you're 18 it's great if you're you know full-grown adult with like a house and whatever it's not um but people that were making you know like a decent amount for the job they were doing and now all of a sudden like they're only making minimum wage because minimum wage went up. Well, when minimum wage goes up, the people that are making more than minimum wage, they don't get raises to like no. coincide with that. And so it's and actually like I just realized like one of my jobs is I'm not I'm barely making a dollar more than minimum wage where it's, you know, it's a specialty job where I have to have license and certifications to do it. And, you know, two years ago when I was doing it, it was like decent for a little like side hustle gig. And all of a sudden I was having this conversation the other day. I was like, wait, I'm like, I didn't realize I'm like New York state minimum wage is 1350 an hour. And I'm like, shit, like I'm like, I'm practically making minimum wage, like for what I'm doing. And I like, didn't even realize it because I didn't realize that's how much like it's gone up. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess if I really, like, sat and thought Which about it. also affected a lot of other things that have gone up, which people don't understand as well. And it's just, it's hard. But so there are some professions, well, I will say, it's really hard for people to find work that they're comfortable doing and thinking. So I know the healthcare industry is, like, a clusterfuck right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know 
people that have left like jobs in healthcare because of how the systems run and just, you know, and I, I, I like understand, I cannot even imagine what people experienced working in hospitals and ERs at the beginning of this pandemic. And it has to be like horrifying. Like that is like the shit that would give me nightmares is oh, what people sure. would have had to deal with. So there's a lot of people that left those jobs because of like the trauma from experiencing that, which I get, but there's, you know, there's different things you can do in the healthcare field. So, um, Dante's bus nurse, actually, like she was working as an ER nurse and then she decided to try something different because she loves working with kids. She loves nursing. So she's like, so he has, if I haven't said it before, he, um, has his own personal nurse that rides the bus with him every day in case because he's prone to seizures and they're you know completely unpredictable so if he were to have a seizure on the bus he needs a nurse with him that can administer his medication immediately otherwise like the bus has to pull over they have to call 911 you have to wait for an emt to come find you on the side of the road to help him like which is not safe so um she's doing this but the thing about a job like that is those types of jobs, like, so it's, like, per diem work, so you only get paid if you work. Um, it doesn't come with, you know, like, time off benefits except for, like, days that are, like, planned days off, right. like, so holidays. Um, so she already, like, you know, and we give, like, the bus and school and everyone, like, a heads up. So, you know, we aren't ones that are just, like, you know, my kid – well, these days you have to, if your kid is sniffly, like they have to stay home, but like, we're not, we're True. not quick to keep our kids out of school um, because we know like how important that is for them. So only if like there's appointments that like they have to get to during the day. And like, I try my best to make like, if it's like a doctor's appointment, it's not like an all day thing. Like then he'll either only not ride the bus into school and I'll take him in late or like he'll ride the bus to school and he's just not coming home on the bus. So and I mean, and I'm, I've always done this. It's not like because like there's a nurse that I know like relies on that, but right. um, like that's just like how we have been. And so, um, but there have been a few days where it was like the bus was running really late and I could have just taken him to school, but then I'm like, I'm like, you know, I might as well just wait, like we're here and you know, like, then, like, what happens, like, you know, I kind of, like, you know, I'm thinking of other people, too, like, what happens if I'm just, like, I'll just drive him then, then, like, she'd already reported to work, like, are they going to not pay her, because I ended up not sending him on the bus, Um, but she, so, when my child was forced home from school because of exposure, and he had to spend two weeks at home in quarantine, his nurse could not work, for two weeks mm-hmm. so she was out of work with no support like you yeah. know I mean all the, these like financial supports that were being provided to people like they're gone they are and, and she has said like and I mean and she you know like and I mean it's like I don't want to sound like it's anybody that's like whining to me like you know like a sob story but just kind of like saying it how it is you know and I appreciate that honesty but I mean, and she'll say like this, I knew this coming into this job, but I mean, it doesn't make it any easier either. No. And, you know, like, and I get it, like my form of work right now, if I don't, if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. Like that's the type of jobs that I have now. 
Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't have a job that comes with benefits. And so I like that, you know, like I have to go to work or I just have to know I'm not getting paid because I did not go to work today. Um, well, and now it's like, like, so when I was exposed to COVID and I put that in air quotes because we're like exposed on the daily. Right. Um, in my opinion, but I was forced to go home because I was exposed, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, you had to get paid because you were forced to go home. Mm-hmm. And now, like, that doesn't exist anymore either. Right. Like, if you're exposed and you have to go home, you either use your sick time, vacation time, or you don't get paid. Right. So, like, that's in a way, like, I, I get it, but I don't get it because you're forcing me to go home. But, and if you don't have a job where you can work from home, then you're really getting screwed. Yeah. And that was actually like that COVID leave stuff was never a benefit for people that had the option to work from home. Right. So, I mean, and I know there was leave. Actually, Mike was lucky enough that he had a job that qualified for that COVID leave in the fall because he had to stay home. Like I couldn't come out of the bedroom for 10 days. He had to stay home and take care of our kids. Right. So like he was lucky they had that, but if he had a job, like it was like reversed and he was the one that had COVID and I was still working at a job where like we were working remotely, then I, I would not have had the COVID leave benefit. It would have been like, well, then you just like watch your kids in your peripheral vision while you're doing your work. Yeah. You just figure it out. Yeah. But the other problem with kids being sent home too is what was like the biggest thing about coming back to school every day is every school pretty much, I will say pretty much caveat, pretty much that I know of was like, okay, we are 100% in person. There is no virtual option. So there's no opt out to do virtual school this year. But then all of a sudden, there's all these mandatory quarantines for these kids being exposed. And there's no, so they're just missing school. I think it depends, honestly, on the district. I think I don't, more have switched I don't think... over because of this, but originally yeah. it was going to be there's no virtual option. So I think because of it, because they also said there's no virtual option, but I've seen a lot of schools, especially with the weather in the past couple of weeks, that right. have said we're not we're not open in person today, and you were, like all students are virtual, so log on to your computers and be virtual. So we today. gave you Chromebooks. There you go. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I was ironically, like I was texting my best friend today because she told me two weeks ago that her one daughter tested positive for COVID. And so they were all forced to be in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) so she has two daughters, um, one's in sixth grade, one's in fifth grade, and then a son who's in preschool. So the two girls, herself and her fiance, were in quarantine for five days. Her son, who's in preschool, is in quarantine for 10 days, but no isolation, even though one of them tested positive for COVID. Well, then they all tested positive except the one in preschool. So I was texting her today to see, like, you know, it's been like two weeks, like, 
is everyone back at school? Like, what's going on? And one of her children was allowed to go to school today. The other one is allowed to go back tomorrow. And then her fiance can go back to work tomorrow. Um, She's getting her doctorate. So she's like in her dissertation year. So she's just, you know, working on her dissertation from home. But her son apparently was having like some breathing issues last week. So they took him to children's, spent the night, like everything was fine. They sent him home. He got COVID tested when he got to the hospital, when he left the hospital, and they COVID tested him when everybody else started getting sick in the family. Mm-hmm. He's come back negative every single time. So this has been, you know, like two weeks. So he's been tested multiple times, but because he was living in a house with somebody who had COVID, he was exposed to it and therefore needed an additional 10 days of quarantine. And that happens to a lot of people. So he will have, by the time he finally goes back to school, he, he does have some speech delays, um, which he is getting help for in preschool, which I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, right? Like he's in preschool. What is he missing? Well, for a kid who is going to speech therapy, like four days a week, that's a lot Um, on top of some other things that, you know, he has in school and the socialization aspect of it. um, He literally will have missed an entire month of school because of this. But yet had he tested positive, like the rest of the family did, he'd be out of quarantine tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that like, happens how to a ridiculous lot. is this? It happens to a lot of families like that, because especially families that live in a household where it's just not possible. Like we were lucky that we have space that I could have. Like I had my own, like I had my own little like master suite. Like I mean, our bathroom, like and that actually, like I was very grateful for that when I was sitting in there for 10 days, just watching my surroundings. So the way our house is set up is like, we have a master bedroom, master bath, but they're connected by our closet. So it's not even like I have to walk out of the bedroom and like across the hall to get to the bathroom. Like it's all all in in one, it's like one master suite. So like, I don't have to leave. So it's like, I, you know, like I only had to come out to like grab my food and like Mike would just text me coffee's done and I'd throw a mask on, run out, pour a cup of coffee and like run back in the bedroom. Um, and like, that's how I would do things or like if they were, um, you know, at night when they went to bed, I would come out and like grab things that I needed to get through like the night or like in the morning and, you know, like, and I, right. even if they weren't in the like, the room, I would wear a mask whenever I came out and I would never stay more than like a couple minutes. I just like would literally come out, grab what I need to get back in the room. Um, and then when they went upstairs to do baths at night, I would put a mask on and I would go down in the basement and like ride the bike for like half hour, 45 minutes when like nobody else was down there. And then, you know, like clean up and come back upstairs, like so put a mask on to like walk through the house and get back. Um, so, um, like people that don't have that kind of setup, like it is because like you think about it, like any time yeah. during, like, I mean, and it makes like that, I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't, if that right. statement even makes sense because you, like, during any of that, that time that you're contagious, 
you could catch it. So like, I mean, the last day that you're considered contagious, which still doesn't make sense to me how they're, that works like their formula yeah well yeah so I told you about this right like the health department called me on my last day of quarantine and they're like okay like you know wanted to make sure I was feeling okay and haven't had a fever and symptoms or whatever and they're like okay like you're good and they're like well just remember like you're still contagious today until 11 59 p.m and then as of midnight you're really I was like you're seriously kidding me right now right so like like I and the COVID goes away. And by the last day, so like, I'll be honest, by the last day, I kept a mask on, but I came out of the room, like, because I wanted to help Mike clean everything before I came out. So, um, and I released myself by like six, seven o'clock at night. Like I had dinner with the kids for the first time in two weeks. Like, you know, I wanted to give them like hugs before they went to bed. Um, cause they were all going back to school the next day too. So like, I wasn't going to see them. Um, right. so, but I, so like I came out, so it's funny. So my mom was here helping me, um, cause Mike went to run some errands. So that was like the first day that I, like, cause I had, I think like text her, called her and I was just like, you know, can you come help? Cause I felt terrible. Like Mike for 10 days, like no help. Cause we didn't even ask my mom for help because if the kids did end up getting sick like I didn't want my 72 year old mom in the house and getting sick right so you know we didn't even have the helps that we had from her during like that whole shutdown so it was just Mike and the boys and Mike had to sleep on that bunk bed for 10 days like but I know Vinny loved it Vinny loved every second of it she was <laughs> very upset when he had to go back to sleeping himself um but yeah, so it's funny. So like I was helping to like clean up and stuff and I was downstairs um, in the basement and when the health department called, so I get off the phone and then I go upstairs. I told him, I was like, just let you know. I said, I'm still contagious today. I said, until 11.59 PM. I said, but then when the clock struck midnight, I go like Cinderella, I will not be contagious anymore. And she just looked at me. She's like, is, like, is this for real? I'm like, no, like this yeah, is what they told me. Like, it, like midnight is the magic num- like time that you're like you just this just like goes away that's when the pumpkin comes back it's just it's beyond and i'm just like i just i feel so bad for so many people right now and i'm just so sick of this being an issue and over and over and over and you know like and it's just like and it's not just any one thing it's you know it's the vaccine debate it's the work thing it's the schools it's the quarantines it's just like it's Mm -hmm. too much like we were talking about this in a different context earlier tonight but like it's sensory overload like it's too much information about too many things that don't make sense like i was reading mike an article a news story and like it like from one paragraph to the next it was like contradicting himself i'm like i was like reading to him i'm like does this make sense to you like i mean it None was of it, does. it was like something about like so there is information now and i want to say that the news story said it came from the cdc but who freaking knows i mean and it's not so i'm not reading you know AuntJane.com. okay like it was <laughs> like the, it was the new york times okay so it was real news And so it was saying, like, research has shown that having immunity, like an antibody, having antibodies, sorry, from having COVID provides better protection. Like, research has found that you're better protected from having antibodies from actually having COVID, from Mm -hmm. getting COVID. But 
we still recommend you get the vaccine. And I'm like, this kind of information is why there's so many people in the world that don't want the vaccine. Yeah. Like, do you understand this? And I'm like, oh, and on top of that, you should go get the booster. Like, and that was the thing. Like, and I wasn't obviously like completely against the vaccine. Like, I got it when, you know, it, I was able to. And I was like, you know what? Like, I was still hesitant, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I did. And like, in the long run, you know, I'm glad I did. Like, when it came to the point where it's like I actually got COVID, because at some point in our lives, everyone's going to get COVID. Like, it's like the or, common or cold had right it now. And didn't know. <laughs> right. It's like a cold. Like, you can't avoid it. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm like, I'm so sick of people being like, oh, well, when this is over, I'm like, it's not ever going to be over. So just suck it up and deal with it. Right. So, like, hate to break it to you, but suck it up, Buttercup. So, I mean, I'm glad I was vaccinated because then, like, my experience with COVID, like, and I, like, I said that so many times, like, during that, like, I'm, like, if being vaccinated means that this is all I have to deal with right now is just the annoyance of being told to quarantine. Like, I mean, I didn't have headaches. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have, you know, like, coughs and respiratory issues and all these other things. Um, Like, I just, I couldn't smell for a few days. And that came back super quick. Um, I just, with- I could not get over, and I think we talked about it on a previous episode about like the number of people that forced family and friends to take COVID tests before coming over at like, you know, at Christmas and Christmas Eve and the holidays and stuff. Like, my whole theory on it was like two years ago. If somebody walked into your house and sneezed, you wouldn't think anything of it. But now it's like, oh, my God, get out of my house. Like, you're sneezing. What? You know? Like- um, well, it depends on the situation because I – a newborn baby and someone came in my house and coughed and sneezed and I, like, freaked out and was like, Mike, get these people out of our house right now. So – it does depend on I, the situation. I, I do get your point, but it does depend on the situation. I remember the one when I was living in California. Um, our director had a baby, mm-hmm. and so she, you know, obviously was out on maternity leave, and she came in with the baby, the one day, and it was like fucking Simba, like raising the baby over her head, like you can only look at this child, don't touch it, type of thing, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> She came into my room and, like, the baby was, like, completely, like, papoozied under her arm, like, suffocating this poor child. Can't even breathe. You came and see its face and you're, like, supposed to be like, oh, my God, your baby's so cute, right? Mm-hmm. And our owner of the school that I worked for was standing behind her with, like, the biggest bottle of hand sanitizer I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, no, you need you need to sanitize your hands before you can even look at the baby. I'm like, forget. It. I don't need to look at this child then. <laughs> it's fine. I'll see it. At, I'll see it in like a month when it's in this classroom. Like I don't care enough. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Like. But on your um, kid. But you know what? Somebody else is too, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so there is. And there's a lot of that, though, like, going back to, like, the tattoos and stuff. Like, there's a lot, like, there's a lot of families being torn apart because of, like, people's mm-hmm. opinions on this, which is one reason why I've always oh, yeah. just kept my opinions to myself. And it's, like, it's sickening to see, like, what it's doing to families. 
and oh, I you know, know like, I've, I have said several times that I don't want the booster and I have had several people make comments to me well and it. it's I, like you know what it's my it's my right to get it or not get it so and I did I did not I did not want it and I'm like I'm still like I'm beyond frustrated like I mean like I'm obviously not like anti-vaccine but so I it's not mandated anywhere like it's not like and forgive me for not knowing the official like wording of it but whatever that like FDA like approval was that the actual vaccine had to get to make it so that people could mandate it for schools and Mm -hmm. stuff like that like the booster's not I mean, I know it's obviously, like, FDA approved because it's the same shot as the vaccine, but it's not, like, boosters are not mandated, you know, it's not a requirement. So, like, they have, like, you know, some schools are, like, saying you can't, like, you know, and these rules are changing without notice now. So, when I started back to school in the fall, like, we had over a month of, like, okay, like, and they were, like, prepping us, like, once this is FDA approved, it will be mandated right. for you to have the vaccine to come to school here. Like, okay. So like, I know like if I don't, and I had had it, so it's no big deal, but it's like, if you don't have it, you know, like, okay. Like, I mean, if I don't want it yeah, like I know if I want to keep going to school that once they say, you know, they say green means go, like I have to get it. And so then right. they gave you something like, okay, now it's mandated. So you have to get it. You have a month, like here is a month to get it. And if you don't have because they give you, like, more than enough time to space out, like, that three weeks between shots or four mm-hmm. weeks if it was, you know, the Moderna. So you have, I think it was even over a month. You have from now until this day to get your shot. And if second shot by this day, then we are withdrawing you from all your classes and we're keeping your money. Which, you know, may seem ridiculous, but at the same time, like, you had over a month, so like that's your punishment you can't come to right. school but you don't get your money back because you made the choice to not do what you were told so like okay but then they came out like i mean it was just a few weeks ago but then okay like oh by the way when you come back to school in two weeks you have to have the booster and oh it's not even like you have to have it by your first day classes you have to have it like a Wasn't week it by today um, today yeah so I had to have it I had to have it by today and I so I didn't want it because one like I was fully vaccinated I had COVID so I have the vaccine plus real antibodies so like I in my unscientific not doctor mind so I will admit like I'm not a doctor I don't know the specifics so this is the logic in my head um like that I have like protection plus like I'm still within my three months of having like you know the health department told me like you can't eat, like you shouldn't even get tested for three yeah. months because you have the antibodies and you may get positive still so oh by the way I have to go for pool testing because everyone the first week of classes has to get tested status so that's coming up next week Ooh, so exciting like it just like beyond like frustrating me plus like all these businesses now are making it mandatory for kids to come into their venues like but that was with no notice like first of all it's not at the fda approval status for children 5 to 11 yet so i i don't think that it's right that their businesses are making that requirement for kids 
Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, if it was, like, to a point where it's, like, you can't, like, you can't come to school without those, like, required vaccines for school type of a level, right. then I would get it. Yeah. I would get it. But it's not for these children yet. And so they had, so our two major venues here are Highmark Stadium, where the football games are that we're not talking about right now. And we're very very sad. Key Bank Arena, where is hockey that we don't really pay attention to anymore because they're not great. But our Buffalo Bandits, they're always great. Oh, they're so Um, fun. Yeah. So that's like, so Key Bank Arena, that's we got your hockey, your lacrosse, your Disney on Ice coming, WWE wrestling was there, concerts. So then all of a sudden, like, they make this announcement. Oh, by the way, starting right this second, your children cannot come in here without a vaccine. Mm-hmm. So they announced the week before Christmas, which, as you can imagine, led to a lot of pissed off parents who spent a shit ton of money on tickets for hockey games, wrestling, Disney yep. on ice, all these things that they were giving their children as Christmas presents just to say, oh, but sorry, honey, you can't go. And these venues are not giving refunds for that at all. And nobody wants to buy your ticket because they don't want to go give their kids a shot just so that they can go. It's true. Like, that, I just think, is, like, so, it's so, it's just wrong. Um. And, you know, that, like, people are saying, like, you can't play, like, your kid can't play with my kid because, like, you know, Uh we're vaccinated and you're not. And, like, I mean, and the children, it's just, like, I mean, I think we need to get to a point, which we never will, where people just mind their own freaking business. Seriously. (laughs) Because this is never, like, I don't ever remember a time, like, in the worst flu seasons we've ever had where people said like did you get a flu shot okay well you can't come over here if you don't have a flu shot well okay i have a question Mm -hmm. does the flu even exist anymore because apparently according to the cdc it like disappeared when covid19 hit um like as far as what i've seen on the news as far as i've seen on the news it is mutated into flurona yeah that's bullshit it's because flu that is a whole nother level of like, don't even get me started. Of that's how a there's whole other topic and a whole other episode. Diseases so like former stupid. former diseases and metal conditions don't exist on their own anymore. They're all no. COVID. Like, there's no such thing as pneumonia. It's COVID pneumonia. It's not the flu. It's flurona. It's flu. It's long COVID. It's short COVID. It's mm-hmm. the COVID. Cost. The COVID cold. It's, it's the COVID. It's the. I mean, it's. And I'm not saying that. Some of these things are not true, but it's not everything. Like, I know that there's pneumonia complications caused by COVID, but that doesn't mean that someone can't just have pneumonia. And I right. know that you there can is... still get pneumonia like, without I mean, having COVID. There are, there are extreme complications that people are having from COVID. And I'm not, I've not ever, and I've never, like, I have never thought that this is not a serious condition because for some people it is serious, it is deadly, and it is of concern. But... The way that everything else around it has been handled is, I think, what is making it worse for everybody um, that two years later we're still talking about this and there's no chance Mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, beyond that, like, I will just repeat again and we'll just make this whole episode like my F this, but 
Um, I'm just at the point I'm fed up to the point that I'm just sick of the fact that like myself, my husband, my family, we have, whether annoyed by it or not, have followed the rules as we have been told this entire time. And we're the ones like being punished for it. Like the people that follow the rules and do what they're supposed to, like they're being punished for it. Like, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's not fair. Like, I mean, I don't care. Not fair to me. Like, I'm not one that's be like, that's not fair to me. But you know what? Overall, it's not fair to these kids. And these kids are the ones suffering from it. And I'm right. sick of it. I mean, we can't kick kids out of school for weeks at a time, months at a time, because yeah. they sat next to the wrong person. Or I mean, like, just... I was... um my ironically enough my fr- same friend that I was talking to talking about earlier and talking to today her mom is a bus driver god love her god love those bus drivers they are we love our bus drivers <laughs> oh man they are special um I could never be a bus driver I would like run myself off the road but she was telling me um I had recently saw her at a wake and she was telling me how if you ride the bus, at least for this particular school district she drives for, you have mm-hmm. to sit next to your sibling. Okay, understand it. Makes sense, right? And it's assigned seats now. Again, I understand. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you have a kid that sits next to you, that has COVID, then you have to miss school. And the person who sits in front of you and behind you also has to, but not the people that sit like behind the second person. That makes sense. So like if you sit on the window, right? Mm -hmm. The two people, the person in front of you that sits on the window, the person behind you that sits on the window has to go into quarantine. And the person who sits on the aisle next to you does. But the person who sits in front of you on the aisle and the person that sits behind you in the aisle don't. Because apparently there's like this magic Tetris shield. So they've had to send kids home that are siblings that one is quote unquote exposed and the other isn't. But yet they sat next to each other on the bus. But because the one sat behind a kid who was exposed or sat in, or who had COVID or one sat behind, like they have like this weird Tetris geographic geometry thing. Like this makes no sense. Like both of those kids were exposed. They're less than six feet apart on the bus. But sometimes it's three feet, whether or not you're wearing a mask. Still. Because diagonal from you it's still less than three feet but i know but still like like every school and every district can make up can make up their own rules so if you go so so if you go to like you know elementary school west and their rules three feet like you could catch covid within three feet but if you like go to you know elementary school east like there's a six like in only six feet without a mask like it's just it's it, yeah. Is, I can't I can't I could do this all night. I could do this sense. all night with like how ridiculous it is. None of it makes sense. No. 
I don't understand the people behind you because how many people like cough backwards? Right. And like, if you're putting siblings together and the same, like if the siblings were both exposed, like, you know, bus seats aren't that big. Yeah. Like, how does it magically know? Like, oh, no, don't touch this kid. The whole thing is just, I can't. I'm done. I'm done. Peace out. Fucking <laughs> COVID. Right. It's frustrating. Beyond it's frustrating. frustrating. Ugh. Anyways. Are you frustrated about anything else or are you good? <laughs> I mean, I do have an F this, but <laughs> I, I did write one down. Which I think you'll appreciate, actually. Go for it. Fucking home projects. So, my upstairs railing, the screws were falling out. So you think, oh, you can just replace the screws, right? And it'll be fixed. No. Nope. Spent an entire Sunday going to two different Home Depots to temporarily fix my railing to only have to have it for real fixed by, like, an actual carpenter. Because it's not, like, in ADA code right now. Yes, I'm telling the world that because I'm not selling my house, so sorry if you are looking for it. It's not happening. It's just me, so I can, like, move my hand up the tiny bit. Like, just so much time wasted just to have somebody else come and, like, refix everything. It just, ugh. It's just annoying. And that is just one project, by the way, that needs to be done in my house. Of course, there are, like, many. And I know that you are working on projects right now in your house. Mm-hmm. That you're like, oh, this will take, like, an hour. And you're like... Oh, I didn't think later. I didn't think mine would just take an hour, but it just like for me, it's like one task snowballs into like all these other things because like then you uncover something that needs like attention, and then it goes from like this to this to this, and I just oh, yeah. don't get me started. I literally pulled three screws out of the wall, and five hours later, still was not completed with the task, which you would think would be installing three new screws but no well no because if they were loose then it's probably stripped which means that you need to like fix the hole yep fix the hole take the plaster off the wall redo the plaster (laughs) repaint the wall and then you can put your railing up freaking home jobs yeah I did hang up new smoke detectors though that same day and carbon monoxide detectors Hmm. which again you wouldn't think like it's not a very big task Elisa you hung up two new ones and replaced your three old ones nope that was like good two hours of my day pretty sad task but it had to be done there's 
a lot of tasks that seemed simpler than that to me that have taken off. So, yeah, I get it. Smoke detectors. And they're, like, not even, which, how crazy is this? Smoke detectors that don't even come with batteries anymore? They just have an internal battery, and then after 10 years, they just die, and you have to buy new ones? Yeah, ours are hardwired in our house. Well, these aren't hardwired. These have, like, an internal battery. Uh, Oh, in general, you're supposed to replace your smoke detectors every 10 years. It's just weird, because all my other ones have, like, the, was it the C battery? D battery? I don't know because I don't know the last time I had a smoke detector that needed a battery. Like but, the actual like battery battery. So like you'd have yeah. to like take it off, like pull the battery out, put the new one in, like pop it back up in the ceiling. Like these don't have any. Which is just weird. So like in 10 years from now I just have to remember <laughs> to change the whole thing. Pretty much. I'm like maybe, do you think in 10 years it'll alert me like you have three days. Probably. Um, our smoke detectors like to alert us around 3 a.m. of non-existent fires. Yeah, that's, well, that's usually how they work. Yeah. They wait so, till prime sleeping time mm-hmm. and then go off. Or the battery dies prime sleeping time and it chirps and you can't figure out which one's chirping. Oh, no. Elisa, these are not chirping this is a whole house inner with like a siren alarm and a voice over yelling danger fire danger fire to which leads my mom to come running from her apartment into our house to find out where there's a fire and (laughs) mike running around the whole house to figure out which one set it off so that we can stop it all while trying to make sure that children don't wake up Weren't you um, at my house once when my smoke detector battery kept going off? We couldn't figure out where it was. I remember this. And I don't and remember Mike, if I was Mike there. found it? Oh, yeah. It's because I like, remember this. this one. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Because it wasn't like... It was like a cricket, right? Like, it would chirp. Mm-hmm. And I'd, like, walk into a room and I'd wait. And be like, is this the one? And then, like, nothing would happen for, like, five minutes. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's not this one. And I'd, like, leave and go to a different room. And then all of a sudden, I'd hear, like, a chirp, like, from the other room. And I'm like, what is, like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I think it was the day you guys helped me bring the treadmill over. Oh, yeah. I'm like, please, somebody, like, somebody find the cricket in the house. Yeah. It just chirps at random. And Mike was like, this one? I'm like, oh. I didn't even know there was a smoke detector in this room. Maybe. Oh, maybe. There was ours was doing it for I actually Mike had to change something in ours because it was like I mean it's happened at random like different times, but then it kept happening on like one of them that I don't need to like fix it, but it was ridiculous because it was always in the middle of the night and she's loud. It's like this booming scream and it's like danger, fire, danger, fire. And there's like the alarms and everything going off at the same time and it's so awful. Oh, I could imagine. I will tell you the smoke detector I put in my kitchen is extremely sensitive. Like, extremely sensitive. 
to the point that I had to take it off the wall and put it in my basement to make it stop. So fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I had something in the oven. It was in the oven for like less than 10 minutes. And it was, the smoke detector was going off. And then, which then alerted my ring to go off because, you know, it's all connected. Which then alerted the Furbo, which is my dog camera. Because, yes, I am that mom that has a dog camera to go off. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, I'm looking. We don't have one in our kitchen. I didn't until I installed this one, and now I know why. Now you know why it wasn't there? Now I know why it wasn't there. Yeah. Kitchen's probably not the place. You would think that you need one in the kitchen, but it it's actually like not. the place, but. No, it's really not. Yeah, it literally was not even 10 minutes that the oven was on. I'm like, oh, well, this isn't going to work. Uninstalled. Yeah. And this will be moved. All right. Anyways, well, friends, it's been fun sitting bitching about the same thing for freaking years. Woo! But it is time to end another episode. Uh, stay in touch with us. Um, I feel like an end, like, this, it's been such a crazy month. Like, I feel like, I was like, yeah, like, I'm, like, getting active back on, like, our accounts again. And then I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, shit, it's been, like, five days since I looked at them. Like, it's just, that's the kind of crazy we're living right now. Yeah, um... My work is, like, beyond insane right now, and I've had, like, zero time to even go pee, <laughs> so, <laughs> let alone to, like, because normally, like, on my lunch break or whatever, I'll look and, like, start posting or, like, getting ideas or whatever, and I don't even have time to do that. <laughs> it's fine. We're there, though, so, like, we do answer people, though, so reach out anytime. We we're We're there. We're just... Apparently, forget that we don't hit that post button. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, we're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at Filterless Females and on Twitter at Filterless F N F or Filterless Females at gmail.com. Woo! And as always, friends, be brave, be fierce, but most of all, be filterless. Bye. Bye.